getting you set for all of Sunday's NFL action. It's the Sunday Spread on the BetQL Network with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell. Presented by BetMGM. Week 14 of the Sunday Spread. A glorious Week 14 it is. Before we start, I just want to let you know, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks, I'm not here to gloat. I'm not here to shove anything in anybody's face. I'm not here to boast and brag. Okay? I am only here to tell the truth. I'm only here to spit facts. And I want y'all to take that in a little bit. Okay? Because I tell the truth. I tell these facts just so you won't go through the pain later. Right? Mm. Just so you won't go through the agony that is going to happen to you if you don't listen to me. Okay? That's what I'm here to do, okay? And I know, inevitably, you're going to be upset. Inevitably, you're going to feel a little bit of pain. But I tell you these truths and I tell you these facts so it can lighten the blow. And that's what happened this past week. I told you some truths. I told you some facts. I got laughed at. I got scolded. Eyes were rolling from you, too, with my take on my 49ers. That's right, I said it, against your Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, so now you claim them because they won. And I listen, I take no pleasure in your pain. I want to see my brother and sisters happy. I take no pleasure in this. Mm. But no, it was inevitable. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I mean. No, what I'm telling you is fact. No, what I'm telling you is truth. I would never lie to you two. <laughs> I care about you two too much to lie to you. So with that said, I'm glad you guys came in today. I'm uh, glad you came. I asked in. our producer Kev. I said, "Look, man, <laughs> halfway through the halfway through the game, listen. I text, hey, we should all take off on Friday.' Listen, listen, <laughs> I'm, no show Friday. <laughs> I'm glad you're facing the music. Okay, I take no pleasure in this, and from now on, just listen to me. Again, Folks. I am the truth teller. I am the fact spitter Folks. of the Sunday Look, spread. I, Once I, again, I, Sean Bell, Barry. May I speak? Devin, Kane. may I speak? My oh, I'm piece? sorry. I'm sorry. Well. So I'm, t- I'm taking the L as we have uh, all week because Eagles fans are not 40 Winers fans. We're oh, not going to we sit go. here and be like, oh, well, the rap did this here and if I'm quarterback in this. So we're taking the L. Uh, congratulations on your Super Bowl win. You guys did oh, it. You prepared oh. all season, all off season for this moment. Wow. I love it. Though. I'm so proud it, of you. Wow. Um, congrats. Wow. You know what I mean? I can't even get a congrats without a little... Little jab I mean, in the I mean, stomach. You got, I mean, you, right now you guys got the lead MVP candidate quarterback. Which is that? With with which is that? But what we don't, what that? don't eh. they have, Barrett? What don't they have? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're still not. They still don't have the best record. Mm. Or the number one. Or seed. the number one seed. That's so. <laughs> see, that's that's that's. But they won the Super Bowl in Week Thirteen. They see, won the Super Bowl. That's Philadelphia's problem. <laughs> Who is that? That's, that's your problem. That's Eagles fans' problems. <laughs> Worrying about. I have the best record right now. Because that's and what you're supposed to worry about. Instead of worrying about tackling. Well, yeah, you're right about instead that. Of worrying, guess, instead yeah. of worrying about third down conversions. <laughs> right. Instead right. of worrying about getting punked pregame. Yeah. Instead of worried about being out toughed. I told you guys before, I said, it's inevitable that you're going to lose a few games with how you're playing right now. The Philadelphia Eagles have been outgamed by at least 100 yards in five straight games. That can't be winning football. You didn't lose the turning turnover battle this time, like I said you would. But you didn't win it. 
and you're last in the league in third down conversions. Not for the last few games, but the entire season. I'm taking it right here. You see, I'm just taking the it The team all is cracked. You're, you're driving a car with all the lights. All the lights on the dashboard, but because you're a young 20-year-old, like we were when we were 20, we ignored all the lights, kept driving, turned up the music, instead of going to the mechanic and getting that car fixed. So y'all better bring y'all asses and go to the mechanics and get that car fixed. Oh, they're there now. Oh. I hope so, They're because you're going right to lose to the Dallas Cowboys if you don't t- if you don't take your ass to the mechanic and get that car fixed. They are on the lift as we speak, and they're hooked up to okay. They're hooked up to the machine, the diagnose machine right now. They're hooked up to them. They're fixing all the little tackling errors. They're fixing all the little uh, not scoring touchdowns in the red zone area. All that stuff is being fixed as we okay. speak. As we speak right now, they're they're doing everything possible. They're going to have a, 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 a you know. All the tires will be mounted and balanced right. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll ha- definitely have an oil change, spark plugs, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> hey, Barrett's a car car person, everybody. He <laughs> he actually fixes cars with his bare hands, so, yeah, so hey, he knows exactly what that reference is. We're, we're 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 getting everything done right now. We're getting a, a great tune up, and we'll be ready. You know, we'll be ready to come out this next game. Because one thing you cannot, we will not do. We will not say, "Oh, we shoulda, coulda, woulda." We got trounced. We're going to take that L. We're going to go into this. At the shop right now, getting fixed. In fact, they just got out the shop just now. Okay. They just got out okay. the shop just now. And, and you know what? Jokes and bragging aside, here's what I'll say. There's no need to jump off of bridges. Nope. Nope. Philadelphia Eagles are still, in my opinion, a top two <clears throat> football team in the league. Absolutely. The Philadelphia Eagles still have a great chance at going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. I, they were going to, it's a long season. They were going to lose games against great teams at yeah. some point, right? So I didn't jump, you shouldn't jump off a bandwagon as a Philadelphia Eagles fan. They need to fix a bunch of things, but they had the capability to fix those things. I think more importantly, or not more importantly, just on the other side of thing, I feel like people probably learned more about the 49ers and saying, okay, this team can win a Super Bowl with Brock Birdie. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to before, it's like they he's not going to beat the Philadelphia. He's not going to beat anybody big in a road game. Like, no. Now I feel like everyone's like, okay. Well, the 49ers can win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, but you shouldn't jump off the bridge of the Philadelphia Eagles can also still win the Super Bowl this year. They're both two Super Bowl contenders. They're going to meet each other. And in my mind, the NFC Championship game where they should meet is the Super Bowl. Yep. Mm. Yep. Two best teams. And and I'll say this. I'll say this. All I heard from people in my DMs is Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that. I never said Brock Purdy was not a good quarterback. I just said Brock Purdy is not better than Jalen Hurts. Oh, yeah, that's a given. And and, and people just fighting me with that. I'm I'm, I'm like, no. I mean, Brock Purdy, he is great in that scheme. He is great with those weapons. He is a great quarterback, even with lack of measurables that you would say are the standard of, a, of an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. But he's got heart, man. He's got heart, man. And he is he has a touch that's out of this world. He has probably the best touch I've seen in a quarterback in a long time. Great touch. His anticipation of where the ball needs to go is pretty good. So, I mean, I, I mean, I admit that. I admit that. But, you know, we can go on now. We're, we're talking about Tampa Bay. <laughs> Listen, we're going to talk more about the, the, the Eagles and the Niners <laughs> and obviously the Cowboys throughout this entire show. But well, we had to get that out the way. So, with that said, let's 
start with our talk. Let's start with the first game that we're going to talk about in regards to props and betting this week. It's the Buccaneers Falcons. Uh, the NFC South. What's going on? <laughs> right? Like, we don't know who's going to win that thing. Everybody has a chance. I guess there's three teams who have a chance, but no one's grabbing uh, grabbing the horn. So, Buccaneers 5-7, and seven, Falcons 6-6. Six and six. Falcons favoring this game 1.5. The over-under is 41. Money line, Atlanta 130. Uh, minus 130, excuse me. Tampa Bay plus 110. Dev, I'll start with you. <laughs> who do you think is going to win this game? I don't know. Like, it's really hard, this game, for me, and I think the, the spread reflects that. You know, it's basically a pick em. My gut tells me that the Falcons, I mean, they beat the Bucks back in Week 7 um, only by three points. I think they can get another win. I think they they won, and they still, there's as you mentioned, the NFC South, there's a lot on the line here. They won last week, and they still didn't play their best football at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you look at their offensive numbers, it's like, how did they even like what is going on because it's very low like Desmond Ritter even Bijan Robinson didn't get a lot going um but their pass defense is really good and I think because of that they can hold this Bucks offense Baker Mayfield to to low numbers low points total so I think the Falcons can pull out a win if they continue to run the ball get Bijan a lot more you know active in this game than they did last week um I think I like the Falcons okay Okay. What do you like, B-Books? Uh, I think I'm going to go the opposite this time. I think Tampa Bay just has a chip on their shoulder right now. Um, and the only reason I say that because I like Rashad. Rashad White, 60 and a half. Um, I mean, to me, it's like, it, you, just like you said, it's really a pick em, but they are playing in the, in the dome. You know what I'm saying? So it's really hard for me to really pick who who's going to be good, but I just like Rashad, Rashad White and his rushing total. I like, you know, what he brings to the offense. They still have not found Kyle Pitts yet. Drake London. I mean, come on now. 47 and a half. I, it's, it, it's even, I mean, I would, I, I want to, I want to really go with the under with 35 and a half with Kyle Pitts. But I think I'm going to stay off the, um, I'm going to stay off the props on Atlanta's side. I'm, I think I'm just going to go with, with, with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. 48 and a half of Chris Godwin. Mike okay. Evans, I'm going to go 76 and a half. Even with their pass defense, but I'm still going to go with them. I'm, I, so, in turn, I'm going to go with the uh, the Falcons to lose and uh, the Bucks to win and at least cover with one and a half. I have, um, on the other side, I like B. John Robinson over 69 and a half rushing yards. Uh, Falcons offense, like I mentioned, did not look great last week. The Bucks just gave up two touchdowns and over 100 yards to Chuba Hubbard last week. So, what? yeah. So, <laughs> could be a good sign for, you know, guys on the ground for the Falcons if you want to take those overs. Oh. Unless, you know, you do risk the opposite happening where the Bucks is are like, okay, we that was embarrassing. <laughs> like, we need to fix yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's always a shot. I, I got the Falcons. I'm with Dev on this one. I, I, the Bucks have been, okay, bad. All right, they lost <laughs> – they lost two of their last three in the game. They won was against the Panthers by three. I mean, it's what that is that what we're talking about? Meanwhile, the Falcons have won their last two. They played some good football. I know they just beat the Jets after that, but before that, they beat the Saints twenty-four to fifteen. I like Bijan Robinson, like you said, to have you know a big day and go over on his yardage. Even Desmond Ritter to throw for two hundred yards and a touchdown mm-hmm. in this game. I think the Falcons. I like, uh, I like them in this game. I like them to win this game again. Baker Mayfield hasn't been making enough plays as of late. And I'll ask you guys, if 
I mean, this may be the perfect opportunity, depending on who you think is you wins this game. Maybe you double this bet up. NFC South division winner, mm -hmm. right? If, oh, like winner plus the division winner. Yes, because okay, Falcons are favored in his division, uh, favored in the division minus one seventy five. Mm -hmm. The Bucks plus three fifty. The Saints plus three seventy five. If you have the Bucks, unless you want to bet on the Saints, but if you have the Bucks in this game or the Falcons in this game, why not double that bet up? Like, Falcons is only minus one, uh, 175, but I like them winning this game. If they win this game, they're winning the division easily. Yeah. Because they've beaten the Falcons, and they've beaten the, they'll, they'll beat the Bucks, and they just beat the Saints two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So that's the bet I'm betting on. Falcons win this game, and division winner, minus 175. Pair that two together. So because whoever win, you think... They don't lock it up, but they're going to have a stranglehold on it because right, they right. got victories over their divisional opponents. Right, have they right. played the Saints twice? Or just once so far. I think it has been twice because of No, they the Falcons played the Saints the last game of the season. Oh, they do? Yeah. So they've only they they've only played them once. No, the, 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 I was, um they played the Yeah, and they've already beat the Bucks earlier this season uh winning winning uh sixteen to thirteen. Right? Yeah, so this so, division is really a mid off. Like yeah, <laughs> Falcons yeah. lead six six and six, Bucks five and seven, Saints five and seven. And I wanna say the Falcons are undefeated in their division. Uh, so they would get the tiebreaker. Let me let me make sure that's correct. But the Falcons so far are three and zero yeah. in their division. So they're going to get any tiebreaker. They're the only team that's six and six. They're a game up on the Bucks and the Saints. They're three and zero in the division. Again, I would pick the Falcons to win this game, and I would pick the Falcons to uh, win the division. I'm still going with Bucks to win this game, but I am still going. I'm gonna go with the Falcons to win the division. Falcons to win this division. Yeah, I think they'll win the division. On top of that. Offensive rookie, offensive rookie of the year is going to be C.J. Stroud. <laughs> I was about to say, bro. We, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we had arguments about Bijan be, uh, be potentially being that, but that 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 thing ain't ain't even close at this point. So those those are the uh, things that you would go out. But again, we'll talk about the Saints later. And should would y'all change who gets home field advantage? They're going to get a home game, the winner of the NFC South. And yeah. this you has mean, been talked about for like a long time. like the way time. the league organizes? Organizes. They, if you win the, your division, you make the playoffs. Yeah. Do you think that team should continue to get a home game in the, in the first wild card round? I think so. I mean, they usually they're not historically bad as, as you know, this division has been. So I think that I think it should stay that way. I mean, teams should not be that bad. You know, you, we got so much parity in the league right now. And for – the worst teams to be in that division is just crazy. I don't understand it. Mm. When so I played, when I played, the Saints were good, Atlanta was good, mm. the Bucks were good. In fact, was it one Super Bowl and 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 you know, no, two Super Bowls when I was playing there. The Saints yeah. and the Bucks won Super Bowls back when I was playing. Yeah, it's been a t but the last 10 years, <laughs> I don't know, which Dev, would you change it or would you keep it? I would. I don't know about home field advantage, but it kind of goes into like how it's just by division and no matter what. Like you look at these divisions that just aren't that competitive compared to the NFC East. You have the Eagles and the Cowboys. You know, you have like the AFC. You just have a lot of like you have the Bills and the Chiefs in in the same division. Mm -hmm. Like I just think that the it the, this league has a lot of parity, but it's not there when it comes to certain divisions and maybe fixing that somehow. But I also don't know the solution. Like I, you'd have to literally completely like upheave the whole entire yeah. playoff format, and I don't think anyone would be okay with that. Gotcha. So All I don't right. know the solution. All right, listen. All right, we're gonna continue on with some of the best bets. Maybe sleeper alert: Lions Bears. A couple of us 
here may have that being a sleeper. Maybe an upset. An upset. I that may that I may be the it. thing. So we're going to talk about Lions, Bears, Colts, Bengals, Jaguars, Browns, the battle of no quarterbacks. There's a lot to get to, all right? <laughs> the Sunday spread, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barry Brooks, presented by BetMGM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Once again, welcome back to the Sunday Spread. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM. Giving you these best bets. We're going to continue now. Let's get to it. Lions, Bears. Lions 9-3. and three. Bounce back from a Thanksgiving, horrible, horrible Thanksgiving day to get a win dominantly. Now they're facing the Bears, who are 4-8. and eight. The Lions favored in this game, 3.5. Over-under is 43. B. Brooks, how are you feeling about this one? Um, I mean, the Bears really had their shot. They should have won the last game. They played against each other. Fourth quarter. I mean, how do you let a team come back? What was it, 21 points? Yeah, it was it was a lot. Like yeah, I would points. say, I feel like the last time they played, which was it was like three weeks, three weeks ago. ago. Yes, um, I feel like it was more of a Bears collapse than a Lions win, honestly. Yep. yep. And um, and you know, the last three weeks, the Bears have just been playing. I mean, the uh, the the Lions have just been playing okay, but this you know they are playing the Bears, and there there is a possibility that it could be an upset. You know, just because. Of, you know, you you got a young quarterback in Fields who's filling himself and wants to be a weapon. So, um, I still don't think they'll beat the Lions. I'm gonna go with the, you know, three and a half, Lions win. And as far as betting, I mean, I'm gonna go with tight ends, Laporta, forty five and a half. I'm gonna go, you know, with him. Another Iowa tight end. You know, them Iowa tight ends. You know, all of them, Kittle, all those guys have been doing well in the standings. So I'm going to go with him. I'm going to also go with rushing with David Montgomery, 59 and a half. I'm going to stay away from Gibbs a little bit. You know, I'm going to stay away from him. But, you know. Why are you staying away from him? I, I just don't see him. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a lot of these rookies, I'm going to stay away from a lot of the rookies. We put it like that, mm. a lot of the rookies, because they're hitting the walls right now. Mm. And when you hit mm. that rookie wall, it's hard to get that production. But, you know, Ty Montgomery's probably, I mean, uh, David Montgomery's probably going to get the major bulk of the reps from this point on, because they can trust him. They've played with him. So. 
I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Laporta. I'm gonna go with Commit also. Thirty-one and a half receiving yards. Laporta. That's one of my best bets too. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with the tight ends this game. Love it. Um, I think that this game is major potential to be an upset, and I am kind of rooting for the Bears to to beat the Lions just because the way that everything went down just three weeks ago between these two, like the Bears won that game. Mm-hmm. They just kind of collapsed in the end. I mean, golf threw three interceptions that game. Um, Justin Fields ran for over 100 yards, but fun fact, whenever he runs for over 100 yards, uh, Chicago's 0-5. and five. Oh, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. That's, that's a great isn't, stat. Isn't that interesting? That's a great stat. Wow. Yeah. So, I would have never thought that. <laughs> hopefully he doesn't do that uh, if they want to get a win. Uh, I love Kolkmet over, uh, what's the number, 31 and a half. Yep. He's averaging over 40 yards per game. Um, Justin Fields loves getting the ball to him. So you know what? I'm going to be a contrarian here, and I'm going to go with the Bears Ooh, covering that three-and-a-half point spread. Oh. Covering? Covering. But I don't not know. winning. I don't know if I'm going to win. sure. Okay. I mean, three and a, like, sure. It's, if you if there's more value in the money line, go with the money line. It's tight. It's yeah. tight. I, I, I got the Bears winning this game. It's Dang. upset city. The, the Detroit Lions are leaking defensively. A lot of car references this this show yeah. by me. But <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. But the Lions have been leaking defensively. They haven't been a very good defensively at all, right? No, Let's look at, at the, look at their last four games. They won against the Saints, but they let up 28 points. They lost against the Packers, let up 29 points. Mm-hmm. They lost against uh, – they got that win against the Bears, but the Bears were let up 26. And the game before that, Chargers, they let up 38. The offense has been getting ran through. Meanwhile, Justin Fields has, has secretly, over the last two months, had one of the best quarterback ratings in the entire league. In three of his last five games, he's had a quarterback rating of over 100. What? In the other game, it was 87. So he's only had one poor quarterback-rated game. Justin Fields has played, again, that offense hasn't been necessarily explosive the way you want it to be explosive, but mm. Justin Fields has played pretty, pretty good football. So I think the Bears matched. Is that which, just a Curb Your Enthusiasm reference? It, it was. I'm glad you got that. I'm, I'm glad you got that. Uh, yeah, he didn't really sell the. I didn't, I didn't sell it because yeah, I wasn't going to go for it, but it was, still, it was still in my head. Um, so, I, again... I think the Bears are going to be able to score in this game. I think they're going to be able to do what they want. They almost beat them last time, as you said. They got Montez Sweat, who's going to cause some pressures for Jared Goff. Uh, right? So their defense is a little bit better now. Again, I know they didn't score a lot of points uh, last week, but I can see them getting it done. So mm-hmm. I like Justin Fields in this game. I like DJ Moore to get his numbers, to, to go, to, to go over. What is it, 67? I'm yeah. going 67 and a half. Again, I'm, I don't think Justin Fields is – Gonna have to run and get those 100 yards, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna count out that stat. But it'll still mm-hmm. go for over 40, well, you know, in I, my opinion. So I, I, I love it, and I still would go Sam Laporta. Um, you got to man, because he's been balling. Every time I picked him, he's won for me. So I'm gonna go Sam Laporta for his over on 45 and a half. So I mm-hmm. do like that. So I think this game is gonna have a bunch of points, but I think the Lions actually win this game something like 30 to 26. Well, you don't like Jared Goff rushing. Wait, yards? the Lions or the Bears? Excuse me, Bears. Okay. Bears. I was like, I wait, you Bears. just yeah, yeah. reversed I know, I know, everything you just said. I know. I think the Bears win 30 to 26. Do well, we still, are we still believers in like the Jared Goff can't play outside theories? I feel like maybe this season he's kind of proven those wrong. Yeah. But I think, yeah. it's going to be cold. It's not going to be rainy, at least not as of now in Chicago, but still playing outside Soldier Field could be a factor. Well, I got him for one and a half rushing yards. One and a half. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaky <laughs> bet. One and a half rushing yards. Hey, listen. And I'm also going to go with Amon Ra, St. Brown. Uh, okay. 72 and a half receiving. Yeah. He is, man, he is playing out of his mind. He might be one of the top five 
receivers in mm-hmm. the league right now. And let, let me, before we move on, I give a stat that our producer Kevin uh, has given to me. Uh, last four games that DJ Moore has played with Justin Fields, 114 yards, 96 yards, 230, 131. Wow. <laughs> Justin Fields finds him. So that, to me, that 67 and a half is easy money. Let's go to the next game. Colts Bengals. Bengals got, got a win last week. Somehow, some way, obviously, because, you know, partly because, uh, um, who is it? Trevor Lawrence went out. Mm. But mm. still, they were close in that game the entire game. Taking on a Colts 7-5. and five. Again, Colts in the playoff picture with uh, Gardner Minshew. Bengals favored in this game, 1.5 over under 44. Money line, Cincinnati 120, minus 120, Indy plus 100. Dev, start with you. What are you thinking in this one? I'm surprised the Bengals are favorites in this one, honestly. Um, I really am, too. But I also feel like the Colts are almost, like, surprised with their own success this season. Like, I don't know if they expected Gardner Minshew to, like, to be able to take the team to to an above 500 record. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think the Colts are going to win this one though. I just I think the Bengals were fueled by you know backup quarterback. We have to rise to the occasion. You know we can't just let this season be a wash. We yeah. have to you know do it for Joey B. <laughs> Plus Trevor Lawrence went out in that game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they would have won necessarily had he not. Um, I just think the Colts are the better team. The Colts' run defense was their soft spot last week. They allowed Derrick Henry to get over 100 rush yards, but they have Grover Stewart back. In the lineup, he was suspended for PEDs, I believe. Um, <laughs> but he's he's really good at stopping the run, and I think that's a massive advantage for them defensively. I just think the the Colts have have more to more momentum to go off than the Bengals do right now. Well, I mean, I, they, I think I the Cincinnati. It. The reason why I think they 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 are going with um, Cincinnati is because they like Jake Browning. They believe in Jake Browning. And they but got T. Higgins back. I feel like this is such a classic overreaction. Like, it's a backup quarterback comes in and plays one good game, and then everyone's like, oh, my God, it he's amazing. Yes, and then he comes out and lays an egg the next game. Like, it's – I just don't think that it's worthy of an overreaction like that yet. Yes, Joshua Dobbs right, of the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we stopped talking about him real quick. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, he, right. Lost me one, he lost me that bet, and I was like, ah, I'm yeah. done. Right, right. But, you know, I, I think I'm going to go with the Colts, too. Garner Minshew – is more than just, uh, uh, you know, he's he. What he is is what he is. He's like his own little avenue because he's not a starter, but he's not necessarily a backup. And he's in that middle ground where he'll be a great backup and an average starter. So he'll never be paid like so he's not gonna get the two hundred million dollar mm-hmm. contract. Mm-hmm. But he'll be sticking around making ten mil a year as one of those guys right in the middle that he can play. And and I like him and he finds. Michael Pittman. That's why I'm going with um, Michael Pittman, 74 and a half yards receiving. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with them winning, and I'm going with the points also. So I'm going with the money line. So I'm, I'm going with the Colts. And, um, you know, I mean, like I said, T. Higgs is back. And they and only have 37 and a half receiving yards. That's easy money. Now that he's back, back. Um, I mean, not not T. Higgins, but um, uh, now that, you know, you, you look at Alec Pierce. That's his name, Alec Pierce, 29 and a half. Mm-hmm. He's like six foot four, 200 pounds, 210 pound receiver, and 29 and a half yards receiving. Come on, man. He showed out the last game he played in. So, yeah, I'm, I, I think he'll find him. He'll find Pittman and he'll find Pierce. And uh, it'll be, um, they'll have a field day against that Bengals defense. 
Jake Brown in last game went 32 for 37, 354 yards. You really think he's going to do that again? No. <laughs> but is, well, but is, the Bengals' pass defense also gave up 321 yeah. yards. Yeah, but I did. No, that's why I'm taking the Colts. <laughs> I'm still taking the Colts. Like it's uh, and Jake has played well, by the way. Against the Pittsburgh like Steelers yeah. that game, they he went like 19 him. for 26, 227, two, a TD. So he's played solidly, but the Colts are on a winning streak. The Colts have won their last four in a row. The mm-hmm. Colts have been playing really well. A solid mm-hmm. team again. Gardner Minshew, not a, he's. I think we said. I think I may have said it last week. He's the guy that sets you up. He sets up the next quarterback. Yep. That's right, so come come on in, set things up. We can win some games with you, and we can go to the play not playoffs, but we can, you know, figure some things out mm-hmm. well, with Pierce, you while you're there. Alex Pierce, well, Garner mentioned last week, three receptions, 100 yards. Three yeah. Receptions, 100 yards. So, yeah. I, so I'm going there. I'm going Zach Moss. Also, to go to go, it's 73 and a half. It's 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 a lot, but they're going to lean on him. So I like Zach Moss to get his over. Yep. I like Gardner Minshew. I wouldn't go 230, but I'm going to go it on alternative 200, 200 yards in a touchdown. And I think the Colts win this game out. I could see it being close with the Bengals, but I think they went out. Next game, Jaguars-Browns. Jaguars. Before last week, they were number one in, in the they, – they had the tiebreaker for number one in the entire AFC. Mm-hmm. They lose a game, and now – you're dealing with Trevor Lawrence and whatever Trevor Lawrence is going to be for the rest of the season, right? Like Trevor Lawrence may not be Trevor Lawrence again, right? He may play, but what's he going to be with that ankle? What type of level he's going to get to taking on the Browns seven and five again, another team without a quarterback, without their starting quarterback. You don't know who you're going to get week to week. It could be the second stringer. It could be the third stringer, but they're fighting because their defense is number one in a lot of categories throughout the league. And that's why the Browns are favored right now in this game by three. Now that can change depending on, you know, Trevor Lawrence, but we don't know if he's playing game time decision. Uh, Barrett, we'll start with you. What do you think on this one? I'm thinking that I wouldn't, I wouldn't even touch the Jaguars offense because this Browns defense is still, you know, top and tops in the league. And either, of course, if you get the backup quarterback, you know, they can rush the pass or they have, you know, great secondary. They're not going to allow their, um, you know, second team guy to do anything. And then if they do play, you know, the, the starter, I mean, I, I mean, you really want to put your guy out there with those horses on, you know, rushing the passer mm-hmm. like that? You just you just wouldn't do it. So I would go with the Browns on that. I would go with um, rushing props for, you know, their running backs also. It'll be a down and dirty game. And, and we don't know anything about any of the problems because we don't know who's starting for either team at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. But you can always rely on the running game of the Browns to go out there and make things happen. So yeah. I'm going to go with Browns and their rushing props. Oh, you don't go with the Browns to win this game. I yes. just, you just don't know. What do you think, Dev? I think I'm going to go with the Jags. Ooh. I know. Unpopular opinion. So the Browns defense, I do worry about the Browns defense now wanting to have a bounce back game because they didn't really do much of anything. Nothing. Um, So I could see that, you know, fueling them, especially playing at home. The Jags are undefeated on the road this season. Uh, I know the Browns are five and one at home. Like it honestly is a very even matchup when you really look at it, especially considering neither team really has quarterback. Um, I just think the Jags have more playmakers than the Browns do on offense. And I think because of that, they can put up more points. No matter how good the Browns defense is, the Jags just have more options to get the ball to, not at quarterback, but to spread the ball around to on offense. And because of that, I think they can ultimately put up more points, get the win. Yeah. 
Well, it's such a tough one. Like, yeah. I, I believe what you're saying. I also believe what Barrett's oh, saying. Oh, you, can, I just conv- you can convince me of the Browns <laughs> yes. in like 30 seconds, too. Like, they, I, I keep going back and forth, but just looking at it, I just maybe it's because I want to root for Doug Peterson. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, <laughs> CJ Beathard played well. When he was in the when he was in the game with nine with did. nine for ten I believe yeah. sixty four yards so yeah. he played well so hey but again it's the backup quarterback you don't know how much you're gonna get or how long you can get it that's the reason why he's the backup quarterback so um, whatever the running back for Travis Etienne and, and Jerome Ford those are two individuals I'm hammering to go over their their marks well, right those 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 individuals are gonna get the rock because they're again the Browns you know they want to run a run a rock. Because their quarterback it's also situation. like all they can do. Yeah, that's all they could do. Also, I didn't Amari Cooper isn't he in concussion protocol? Yes, I don't he know is. if he's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. So yeah. like receiving wise, yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty bleak for the Browns. That's right what I'm now. saying. You all rushing problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, Tra- I mean, your boy Travis Etienne. Well, yeah, but I mean, get it. He'll get it. But I'm just saying, like little things, like you know, their starting left tackle is out. You know, Jacksonville starting left tackle is out. You know, Little is out. Mm-hmm. So that's a, just a, just another. Another fault that they have, you know. I mean, they've been playing well. But then you look at Evan Ingram, tight ends. It's hard for me not to pick a great tight end, you know. And, mm-hmm. and, and he's he's like a receiver. He lines up like a, like a run blocker. Can't run yeah. block worth a damn, but still, he's out there. With, with that said, if I had to go with somebody, I guess I'll go with the Browns. Just because they're used to not having their – their starting quarterback right. this entire season. That's true. So That's they know it's point. like They're this is a muck it. it up. We're going to muck yeah. it up and we're going to have that type of game Absolutely. and we're used to it as opposed to Jacksonville got to change how they play yeah. and what they do That's in their game true. plan. And, and, and they may Beathard. have to adjust. Yeah, C.J. <laughs> Beathard. All right, let's 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 get to it. We're going to take another uh, short break. We'll get back the Rams, Ravens, Texans, Jets, and the Panthers. What are the Panthers doing? We don't. <laughs> we don't freaking know. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barry Brooks, Presented by BetMGM, this is the Sunday Spread. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome back to the Sunday Spread. Listen, this is a game. This is a this is a game that pisses me off because betting-wise, <laughs> they've been pissing me off for a long time. Yeah. The Rams, Cooper Cup, Puka Nukua, I can you never get it Cooper right. <laughs> I do, I do. He's not, lost me not so, personally. Not personally. <laughs> I hate him. He's he's lost me so many bets this year because I can't. I don't understand what he is this year, yeah. right? It's, it's been him and Puka. And then they'll, they'll take turns, or then they'll have a game where I think it was neither one of them did anything. Yeah. But everybody else gets the rock. I'm like, what are we doing here? Okay. But yeah, they've pissed me off so far. The Rams six and six. All of a sudden, looking like they could be a playoff team. While the Ravens nine and three trying to hold down the number one seed and get the number one seed in the AFC. Ravens favored in this game by seven and a half. It's at Baltimore over under is 40. 
Don't don't even ask who's gonna win that game. Come on, man. You don't think? No, not even close. You don't man. think the Rams have a chance? I think Puka Nakua is out. I think he's out. Isn't he out? He got dragged off the field um, the last game he played. Then I, I know, but I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's even playing. I know, but I didn't think. I didn't hear he was definitely out. But I also agree with Barrett. <laughs> First of all, don't you feel like it's been like months since we've seen the Ravens play? I don't yes. know why it feels like it's been so long. They haven't played in games we care about. That's in a while, true. That's so it's true. Like, it's like whatever. But guys, I, all right, before y'all go, I, I, listen, we all respect the Cleveland Browns defense. They hang, they hang 36 on them. Yeah. They hung 36 on the Rams defense. Matt, Matt Stafford, 279, three touchdowns, no, no picks. 120 on the ground. No. They, no. Dad looked at me like, okay, no. I don't I care about sure. any. No, I, I don't care about anything you just said. No, I wasn't sure a bear was gonna jump uh, in. Okay, or not. okay, right. I my mean, bad. No, no, no. I mean, the Ravens' defense is just—they're just too stacked right now. I mean, come on, man. Are you kidding me? Okay, okay. All right. So, what, what, you already think they're gonna win? What else do you do like? Do you think they're gonna game? cover the spread, Barry? I think they are gonna cover the spread. You do see seven and a half is pretty high for me. So I don't know if I would go with the Ravens plus the spread. I do think the Ravens are gonna win. I could see the Rams potentially covering and making it a close game because their offense has been, you know, rolling lately. I'm sorry, not Cooper Cup. <laughs> a lot of it does yeah, 36 depend. yards. 36 yards last week. Yeah, Thanks, not Cooper. great. Not great. But Puka, um, but Puka had 105. Kyron Williams had 88. He's had 80 or more yards in four of his last five games. Um, but the Ravens defense, first in points allowed per game, top 10 and third down, first in rating allowed to opposing quarterbacks, first in <laughs> yards per attempt, like – I just think that Matthew Stafford and that Rams offense doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, and they're Clowney. traveling. Yeah, you know, Jadavian Clowney okay. coming off the edge. You got Patrick McQueen. You got uh, Roquan Smith. I mean, those guys, I mean, that's, that's a tough defense to go against. So, I, I mean, I'm going with the points also. I, and also look at this. And it's down you have Cooper Cup and it's, you know, 47 and a half receiving yards. They, it, now the betters are even knowing that you know that he just doesn't got he doesn't have it anymore. He just he just ain't got it. He just ain't got it, man. So they finally came to, you know, what I've been saying for a little bit now. The Cooper Cup, I think he's kind of out of it now. You know, he doesn't have that juice he used to have before. So <sighs> okay, what okay. do you have? I mean, I have the Ravens. I'm too chicken. I'm too chicken <laughs> to pick the Rams. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I'm too chicken to do so. I think the Ravens. We'll win the game, but I I think the Rams will be close. I think the Rams cover. Again, I'm yeah, gonna I stay think they away. Can make from, it closer. I'm gonna stay away from the bet either way in regards to, to who wins and who covers, but mm-hmm. so I, doing, I think they would props. cover. In my yeah, in my head it would be a cover. So but prop rise, Matthew Stafford again, o- over under two oh two. I'm I'm going over, dog. Mm-hmm. I know the Ravens yeah. defense has played well, but the Ravens defense hasn't played no offense no real offense over the last couple of weeks. They beat the Chargers, which I understand only let up 10 points. But the Chargers, we've seen what the Chargers have been doing, right? Mm-hmm. They haven't been able to ball, right? They, the, the Bengals, the Browns, the see, I just. Oh, well, I'm going to I mean, look at though, you know, like with I Andrews bringing out, I like Isaiah Likely. I think he's going to, you know, step in and, and fill Andrews' shoes well. And, and 35, I mean, 34 and a half mm-hmm. in receiving? Come on now. He'll get that easily. Playing yeah. in Andrew's spot, and then you gotta look at uh, Odell, thirty-four and a half. They're gonna have to go to him. They're gonna have to. Yeah, I like Gus Edwards in this game too. Yeah, I like over for Keaton Mitchell and Gus Edwards. Um, mm. Rams rush defense is 
knock. Well, they're actually pretty good at stopping mobile quarterbacks. So I don't know if I'm going to take Lamar's over rush yards, mm-hmm. but uh, they're allowing 4.2 yards per carry to running backs. So. Yeah. Gus Edward, 36 and a half. Yeah. I think that's a solid bet also. And he's yeah. pretty consistent in his, it's not like other teams that we right. talk about on here. Bijan Robinson, <laughs> Travis Etienne, <laughs> where it's like, like 100 yards and nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So again, all the, again, this is a scary game to me. A game that I think is going to be one of the three best games that are to actually watch this week. Right. Uh, right. Texans Jets. Zach Wilson back in the lineup. And again, I want to tell you, I was, again, I visit my parents in North Jersey all the time. So it's, it's half New York radio, half uh, Philly, uh, Philly radio. And they were killing Zach Wilson because the rumors were that he was like, I don't want to play. What? There was, there was a report. I forget the ESPN report, his name, excuse me. I apologize for that. But she said in the report that a a player said he wasn't trying to go back in. (laughs) And... Robert Salah had a had a press conference and talked about those reports and said, as far as I know, he wants the ball in his hands at all times. We're just not ready to do so yet. And two days later, he goes, Zach Wilson's start, is starting. So, you know, Rob, he, he's flip-flopped with him. Uh, in regards to Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, I don't – probably just not liking his situation with the Jets. It's – the quarterback situation's all over the place. So it was interesting listening to – all the reports in New York about Zach Wilson and everyone hates Zach Wilson. And, <laughs> and but he's starting this week against the Houston Texans. The Texans obviously favored in this game by three and a half. Low over under 33. Dev, I'll start with you. 33. That's really low. low. That's really, really low. Um, I mean, I'm surprised that this spread isn't bigger. Like I think Houston's going to crush the Jets just because mm-hmm. CJ Stroud and that offense seem to have been rolling and you know Zach Wilson and his offense haven't been able to do much I get the Jets defense is still you know really good they they do still have some strengths and I know we focus on on the Jets offense and their lack of ability to do really anything um but their past defense is holding wide receivers to low ratings they're still top of the league the Texans won't have Tank Dell um but I just think that CJ Stroud yeah But they still have Nico Collins, uh, still have CJ Stroud at quarterback, Devin Singletary. um, Dalton Schultz, I think, is out also. I think he's back. Is he back now? He's supposed to be. I I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be back this week. Um, So, yeah. I love my tight ends now. I know. I know. (laughs) Uh, I I love tight end uh, props as well. So, definitely taking Dalton Schultz props, Devin Singletary. Uh, I think they're going to run the ball a lot more this game, but I like the Texans winning. Coming. And uh, Dalton Schultz returned from hamstring uh, this week. Says he mm. says he's excited oh, to play. You gotta, so you got to go back with mm-hmm. him, you know. So you got to mm-hmm. go with you know any of his stats. You're right. I mean, looking at it, I, I just think that this Texas team is more confident than what's going on. I, there's a riff right now in in New York. There's a riff. The defense absolutely hates the offense now. <laughs> they hate Wilson. So I can't see these guys going out there and really doing anything. Garrett, I'm sorry, Garrett Wilson. I mean, come on, he's a number one receiver and only have his props at 54 and a half. That's a, that's a Travis. That just goes to show how bad his quarterback play stinks. Mm-hmm. So 54 and a half, I'd still go with it. And uh, man, Wilson, they they are they are mad. They picked him up three years ago. They can't wait to to to, to trade him or do whatever they can do with him. And it'll be a, it'll be a team like the Rams that'll pick him up. 
mm-hmm. and try to make him into a quarterback. And I'll, I'll say to him, you know, we, we ain't big fans of Aaron Rodgers over here, but Aaron Rodgers is also uh, publicly singing his Zach Wilson's praises and says he doesn't he deserve is. some of the criticism that he's been getting, that he's been a good kid and a hardworking kid so far this year. So, you know, he's defend, he defended Zach Wilson. Now, that doesn't mean he can play. What does that have to do with but, those, though? Yeah. yeah, that doesn't mean he can play, but yeah. it looks like Zach Wilson's head uh, is in the right place, according to Aaron Rodgers. Again, I think we're all on on the Texans. That's yeah, you know, easy, easy money. Yeah. But yeah. CJ Stroud, I'm, I'm surprised. I know the Jets' defense and how good they are, but his over under is two fifteen and a half. I think Pretty he. Go, I think he goes over. I think he goes over. I understand how good the Jets are, but see, they like to throw it out. They like to throw it all over the yard. They like to throw it all over the field, and that Jets defense consistently gets tired because their They're offense can't do anything. Day, yeah. mm-hmm. So the levees will break at some point, and I think the Texans will be able to score uh, and and put up more yards than two fifteen. So I like C.J. Stroud to go over two fifteen a lot in this game. Yep. All right, let's get to the next one. That you know, whatever. Panther Saints. Uh Panthers one eleven. Saints five and seven. Obviously the Saints favor in this game five and a half. Over under is thirty-eight. Again, I don't know if I have to ask either on this one who's going to win the game, but <laughs> the Panthers. <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. Right? Saints. And points. Man points. Saints. Uh, are they do you have them winning the division? They're only a game back at Atlanta Falcons. What do you think their chances I mean, are? They are at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to betting. Uh, behind Tampa Bay and Atlanta. I think if Jamin, Jameis Winston remains quarterback, they could win. I, I said the same thing. I said <laughs> like, honestly. Sit car ass down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the Saints defense is pretty good, especially their pass defense. Yeah, like, they're good. It's Derek Carr. It's their offense that leaves um, some to be desired. I don't even want to say a lot to be desired because they have shown <laughs> glimpses. Yes, they have. Um, and I think, I honestly think Jameis Winston is a better fit for this team for the, I mean I don't know if Derek Carr is a good fit anywhere it seems um <laughs> anyway I'm already mad at him anyways because his brother because his brother I know yeah, right his <laughs> the Carr family should just stay out of football. right 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 um but yeah I clearly like the Saints winning this game and I think the Saints do have a chance that's why I was kind of thinking about your question earlier in the show Sean about the Falcons winning the division because I think if anyone's going to give them trouble it's going to be the Saints yes. more so than um I'm having a brain freeze right then now. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, again, I, Saints are going to win this game. Uh, Alvin Kamara, 59 and a half. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think he's going to have to run the ball a lot for them to have have a chance. Yep. I'm gonna go back to Miles Sanders, 24 and a half. Oh no. That's easy though. I mean, that's mm-hmm. easy money. I mean, Is 24 it? and a half. Because What's he just... averaging? I feel like he does nothing. He's averaging less. I'm. Yes. I'm. I'm. I'm going both him and Chuba. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that's it. I know that's spot. I, I guarantee Chubba gets it. It's whether or not Miles gets the carries. Well, but, yeah, he Hubbard's coming off of a, a big game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? No one else Somehow. sees you bet with him. Mm-hmm. Adam Thielen, fifty-two and a half. He's the only guy that goes out there and suits up every single game. He's the only one I see fighting every single game. So I would go with Adam Thielen. You know, I take it back already. I'm not doing Miles Sanders. <laughs> um, I'm not doing it. What am I talking about? I, you know what, what I mean? I'm just, I like Miles Sanders as a person, so I threw that out there. But sorry, Miles, I can't back you up. Chris Olave, though, 68 and a half. He's going to get the rock. He's going to have a big game. He's yep. been having big games when they've had big games. Yep. And if Jameis is playing, yeah, well, it's going to be a lot of yards, maybe two interceptions. But it's still going to be a lot of yards. It's going to be a lot of yards. Listen, we're going to take another break and get back to it. When right. we come back, we got Vikings Raiders. 
Seahawks, Niners, Bills, Chiefs. Chiefs. Good game. I got a lot of questions for y'all. Sunday <laughs> spread. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Sunday Spread presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks going with these picks. Now we have Vikings Raiders. Vikings 6-6, six and six, Raiders 5-7. and seven. Raiders fired their head coach, found a little magic juice, and immediately lost it. Okay? <laughs> they won two in a row, then lost two in a row. To their credit, they lost to the Dolphins and Chiefs, two very good teams. But now they're back at it, again, facing facing this team, this, the, the Minnesota Vikings, who we joked about it earlier. Josh Dobbs also had that magic juice that just went away. All right, so the Vikings are still favored in this game by three. The over-under is 40 and a half. What do you do here, Dev? Um, God, the, the Raiders are another team, like the the Ravens, that I feel like I've watched playing. Like, it's been so long. I think Thanksgiving has my my schedule thrown off with the NFL. Yeah. That aside, um, I think i got to go with Josh Dobbs and the Vikings here, guys. Like, I just I, – I, think that they're the better team. I think that they're playing for a little bit more than the Raiders at this point in the season. Um, you know, Raiders still have an interim coach. I, I think the Vikings just have more offensive weapons to get the ball to, spread the ball around. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the Vikings winning and covering three-point spread. Uh, it's a tight one. What about you, yeah. B. Brooks? I'm, I'm the same with that, you know, just because the Vikings have do have more to, to play for. Um, you look at their division, you know, the Lions. Oh, and Justin Jefferson, and Justin Jefferson apparently back. might be back. Yeah. yeah he's back and his, um, his over 65 and a half. Do you start off with him coming back like this and give 65 and a half? I don't know. It's risky. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the 65 and a half uh, in receiving yards. I'm also going with TJ Hawkins. Tight end love, 46 and a half. Um, it's tough for me to be anything with, when it comes to the Raiders, you know, because, you know, just like you said, interim coach, you know, I, I just don't know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? And to me, to not go in with 68 and a half for Devontae Adams is crazy because I don't know how that quarterback's going to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just don't know. I know I know the rushing yards, Josh Jacobs, 72 and a half. Oh, I'm going with that because they're going to definitely hand it off to him. He's the focal point of their offense. But I just don't know how their quarterback play is going to be. So it's hard for me to even go with um, Devontae Adams, who's the best receiver in the NFL. But I can't go with him right now. It, it, it's tough because I don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be either way. You saw what Josh Dobbs did in the last game, right? Mm-hmm. Like lost the game, right? So and Aiden O'Connell, I actually think I think has played pretty well 
uh, in in that spot. But I think he forces it to Devontae, and 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 mm-hmm. and that's why you know the offense doesn't run because it sputters because of that. Yeah. But, again, but you look at the Raiders, you go, oh, they found their juice, they found their way back. Their two wins were against the Jets and the Giants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do it, did they find their way back, or did they just went beat teams that that suck? And you knew they were going to beat those teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I like the Minnesota Vikings like y'all in this game. Also, uh, again, Justin Jefferson, I'll go with the 65 and a half also. I think Justin <laughs> Jefferson gets his. Alexander Madison, another guy who's been a consistent guy for me. I'm going to go. It's 50 and a half. I'm going to go with him to get over that 50 and a half and ball out and play well. And it's crazy. You look at Josh Jacobs, his house, 72 and a half. That was a guy who led the league in rushing last year that we just haven't talked about. Yeah. Yep. Right, like he he just hasn't been there. He hasn't been consistent. Had some issues earlier in the year. Uh, he did have 110 yards in the last game, but then had 39 the game before that. Had 116 the game before that. Right, so he's had moments of greatness and then followed it up with moments of of not being good. Hasn't been consistent all year. So again, I'm not loving the Raiders situation right here. I'm liking the Minnesota Vikings in this game also. Next game. What about Jordan Addison? Though? Oh, you just want to jump to that next game, don't you? Uh, you, you see oh, me. What, it, what, it, about, what about what about Jordan Addison? Uh, I like Jordan Addison. Props. He's been very consistent. Yes, he has been. Yeah, whole time to Justin Jefferson and out. He Let's talk about TJ Hawkinson. So you look at y'all dragging it out. Drag. Do you think the Vikings defense is gonna blitz a lot? I'll say this though. I will. I will go and say something about the Jordan Addison. My thing is with Justin. Justin in the game. What does that do? Well, that's why it's only when, 33 and a half. When Cooper got back, Puka was nowhere to be found. Right, right. And Jordan Sadison also sold me to bet last week. So I, I'm, not, I'm just not sure how that's going to yeah, go. Yeah, he did uh, mess up a parlay. Yeah, <laughs> especially, you know what I mean? Especially if, and the parlay was 40. His over-under last week 40, was 40 yeah. yards, and he got 39. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember about I was pissed off. 39. <laughs> I was like, I remember. I, yeah, I, I never forget. So, it with Justin Jefferson getting back, doesn't it go lower? And if you think Josh Dobbs has fell off a cliff. Well, I mean, I, I, we haven't I mean? seen it's Justin just... Jefferson play with Dobbs yet. So we don't know, you know, how, how they vibe together, how they click. I think regardless, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, whether he hits that over or not in mm-hmm. yardage, like he's going to provide a spark to this Vikings team coming yeah. back. So I, that's why I like them to win. I mean, sure. If you if you force me to make a choice, I'd take I'd take over six, 65. Yeah, 65 for, yeah. for J. Jefferson. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. I know y'all trying to avoid it. Niners, <laughs> Seahawks. Niners, 9-3. Seahawks, 6-6. Six six. Niners favoring this game. It was 10.5. Is it 11 now? Uh, So <laughs> 11 points over under 46.5. Barrett, start with you. Say your piece, sir. Uh, I, reluctantly. Uh, reluctantly. I mean, we're talking about 11. 11 points. I mean, they, this this Seahawks team almost beat Dallas. Almost beat Dallas. So I think 11 is pretty steep. And just off of pure hate, <laughs> please don't worry about any of this betting that I'm about to say when it comes to 49ers. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, I'm just, no I, you know, I wasn't going to say. But no, I, I think this 49ers team is, they had their Super Bowl. They had, they played at a high level. Can they go out there and duplicate what they did this last game? Right. It's going to be tough for them. It's going to be real tough mm-hmm. for them. So when I look at it, 11 points is a lot, man. And it's a division game. They always play the 49ers tough. I think they're going to win the ball, but I'm not going with the points. Okay. They're going to win the game. They're okay. going to win the game, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the points. Def? 
Yeah, it's a really, really big point spread. Um, I mean, the Seahawks kind of lot like they could have beat the Cowboys and then just decided to not like lead do anything with Micah Parsons at the end of the game. You know, you have to imagine that they're kind of still reeling from that. And also the Niners coming off their personal Super Bowl, like there is a drop off after that, I feel, where like you're hyping yourself up for this game all season long and then it's over. You get the win. That's great. But then like, oh, crap, you know, we have to keep playing football. So um, I just don't know if like the motivation is going to still be there for the Niners. So maybe it's a closer game and I could see Seattle covering that 10 and a half point spread. So I'll go with that. Folks just don't learn their lesson. They just it wasn't their personal Super Bowl. It that's, was. that's just the ass whooping they give everybody. Let me let me read the y'all. ass whooping they gave the let, three teams who they lost yes, to in a row when they weren't healthy. They're they're healthy now. Okay, so let, let well, me read out their stats. Weren't healthy last week. Stop it. The Eagles were plenty. They healthy, had backup okay? linebackers. They had, they had they had plenty. Of, yeah, they had the 49ers had backup safeties. They're all they're all pro safeties out. It don't matter. That ass whooping still happened. Okay. I'm not let me read either. y'all. <laughs> 11-point spread. 11-point spread. Let me read y'all the 49ers win so far this year real quick. 30-7. to 30-23. to 30-12. to 35 to 35-16. 42-10. 34-3. 27-14. 31-13. 42-19. In their nine wins, eight times, it was not only double digits, but higher than 11. When the 49ers beat you, they beat your ass. So if you believe they're going to play well and win this game, Believe them to beat the team they beat at Seattle two weeks ago, 31 to 13. So, yes, if you're if you're going by the odds and going by what they normally do, and I get it, it's a Seattle Seahawks, it's a divisional game. So in, in divisional games, it's gonna be a little bit tighter. There Seattle's gonna want some get back from two weeks ago. But when the 49ers are clicking in all cylinders and they're playing their A-level ball, they've won every game by at least 13 points with with the exception of one game earlier this year, which was seven, which was a backdoor cover because the team hit a field goal late. So I think the 49ers cover because that's what they've done all year long in their wins. And this will be their second time doing it because I, this is a totally different team than they're playing. They played two or three weeks ago. I mean, even even How? even Jackson Smith, uh, what's it? Joe, he wasn't playing there. Now, with him, with Tyler Lockett, 50 and a half, I'm going with that. I'm going with 60 and a half for DK Metcalf. Mm. You know, and, and, and the mere fact that they're running the ball the way they're running the ball, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going with them not being able to beat them by 11 points. Yeah, yes, the 49ers are going to win. But I'm going with uh, the Seahawks covering. Okay. We're also talking about a Seahawks team that, like, we're talking about cars. They're, their brakes fell off. They've lost their last three games. All right? They they were in firmly they lost in position. their last three games, like the 49ers lost three games in the middle of the season. Yeah, but they lost three games being healthy. What, I mean, what, what it makes still doesn't you, mean that your season's over. What makes you think they're going to you think they're gonna pounce back? Because they almost beat the Cowboys. They're still a decent team. If they were playing at home, I'd, I'd we'd have more of a case that yeah, they could yeah, cover. Yeah. That's because, like, we know that they have. I'm still saying they're not going to cover. The 49ers beat the Cowboys 42 to 10. It means nothing that they beat the Cowboys. No offense, 16 and a half. Okay. Easy bet. Okay. Easy bet. Okay. Lessons have been learned. I get it. I get it. And and again, Trent Williams for MVP. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to talk about MVPs later, but (laughs) says no one. He's he's nine to no in the season. Every game he's played, he's not. No, I get it. I get it. Bro, but did you see? Alain Johnson. <laughs> yes. Whoop your boy's ass. He didn't whoop. He didn't whoop Bosa. Oh, 
Stop my, you watch he always film. does. Stop Bosa never does Stop anything it. against Stop the Eagles. It. Every Stop single time they play, he never does anything. Because Lane Bosa, Johnson is so good. Nick Bosa and Barrett, you know this. Nick Bosa and Chase Young played their lanes. They bull rushed every time just so in in, in closed the gap. They didn't try they didn't try to they didn't try to get the sacks. They didn't try to make a move to get out of their lane. They want to close that close that lane so he had nowhere to go. Call it was the rushing. game. It was exactly. It was the game plan not to get out of pocket to go for sacks. Bro. Was it not? Did it not look like that was their game plan not to get out of pocket, get out of sacks? And bro, that made I, Jalen Hurts hold see, the I ball. Explain that to anybody, bro. So uh, why you just <laughs> see? I got you. Don't don't think I don't know, Barrett. Don't think I don't know. But yeah, man. But but by design, that's that's how you stop Jalen. You must rush him. You keep him inside the pocket. You you don't get play hero ball and try to get sacks. So, so they Chase Young and Nick Young, uh, and, and and Nick Bosa did their job, and they did it greatly. But Lane Johnson still whooped his ass. Though. Okay, see, I mean, you admit it, you admit it to the mush rush, but you know. <sighs> okay, let's get to the breakdown of the of the Bills Chiefs. Chiefs, another team. Park the car, you drive away, oil's leaking. Big old stain in your driveway. With the car the, yeah, the big old. It's, 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 it's all. It's all show, Devin. But they both, big old stain. They, they both like that. Yeah, and They're the both. Bills in a must-win situation. Over under forty and a half. Chiefs favored by a game and a half. Dev, what are you thinking in this game? I don't know. I'm with you. I. It's gonna be a good game. Um, I'm excited to watch a probably stressful game that doesn't involve my team for once. It feels like it's been far too long. Uh, I think I think the Bills tend to lose when Josh Allen makes mistakes, when he turns the ball over. Um, I think Kansas City's bright spot this season has been their defense. Mm-hmm. You know, surprisingly, just because their offense has been so dominant, you know, for yeah. seasons and seasons. And it's weird to see Patrick Holmes not just like completely dominating the league for once. Uh, but I think because of that, if if Kansas City's defense can force Josh Allen to make mistakes, to take the ball away, it's hard to see the Chiefs losing two in a row, especially coming off a loss to the Packers. Yep. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs winning. It's going to be a good game, though. Yeah. What you got, baby? I'm going, I'm going with the Chiefs also. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy. The Joe, both Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, 33 and a half and 32 and a half rushing. So these guys have been running outside the pocket trying to make plays because the lack of production out of everybody else around. Um, Stephon Diggs, 73 and a half. I'm going to go with the over. Travis Kelsey, 70 and a half. I'm going to go with the over. Both receiving yards. But, um, I mean... It's hard for me to find a a real, you know, a, a real target, you know, bet for this game besides, you know, the Chiefs winning this game. You know what I mean? Even, you know, Dalton Kikade, you know, I love my tight ends. But 37 and a half, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if he can do it against this defense. I like uh, Isaiah Pacheco. I don't know his his total, his rushing yards total right now. Um, but the Bills defense does seem to be susceptible to running backs. And yeah, they are. Pacheco's like he like when they played the Eagles, he it looked like he was just unstoppable. He just running like hard, finds yes. a way mm-hmm. to get through to find those holes. So I like his over. Man, he had one hundred and ten yards last week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, six, yeah. And six they, yards per. Yeah. So I, I they again, him him, Travis Kelsey are the only weapons that they really have. So they're trying to look for ways just to get those guys the ball. But again, Pat Mahomes only threw for two ten last week. Yeah. 
it it's a it's you wouldn't ever thought I, I don't know if I've ever thought I would say this in regards to Pat, but he's struggling, mm-hmm. and it's because his wide receivers think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't Rice. have a Rasheed Rice, a nice young rookie, but he doesn't have game breakers anywhere on the outside. Nope. So they're like, all right, mo- methodical, go all the way up and down. Make sure you don't have any mistakes. And they're having a hard time doing that because they don't have any wide receivers that can blow the doors off. Meanwhile, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Offensively, they played well, mm-hmm. right? Against the Eagles, they played well. Like, mm-hmm. I, again, he's definitely going to get over on his rushing props. Mm-hmm. G- go over 40, as far as I'm concerned, because I think he's going to get out the pocket and be able to do some things. But I don't know who I pick in this game. I know. I, I honestly don't. It can go either way. There's a bunch of props I like in regards to Travis Kelty over 50. I like doing the alternative over 50s. Travis Kelty over 50. Isaiah Pacheco over 75. I like those a lot, but in regards to who's actually going to win this game, to me, this is my toughest pick of the week. Yeah. Because you don't think Kansas City's going to lose again, back-to-back. Right, right. But they're not even good right now. Like, defensively, they're great, but that offense can't do it. The Green Bay Packers absolutely shredded this squad. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to be honest, I'm leaning towards the Bills as I talk. But I, don't, <laughs> I was gonna. I don't you, feel confident like you're almost convincing it. me that the Bills can win. So <laughs> I don't know. I but also Kansas City playing at home. We know that they have home field advantage playing at Arrowhead. Yes, it gets so loud too. in there. It's loud. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. <sighs> it is a I tough one. All right, the spread we, reflects that too. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take another break when we get back. Broncos, Chargers, and of course the game of the week: Eagles, Cowboys. The Sunday spread. Be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Once again, welcome back to the Sunday Spread. Barrett Brooks, Sean Bell, Devin Caney. Giving you these best bets, breaking down these games. Uh, before we get on to the next game, go back to the Kansas City Chiefs-Buffalo Bills game. One thing we didn't mention is Isaiah Pacheco potentially not playing. Yeah, so ignore everything I said about uh, <laughs> taking his over rush yards. Yeah. So that's my bad. I didn't see he got in a fight. Yeah. Was it with the security guard? <laughs> <laughs> Leave my dog out there. Leave Big Dom out there. Big Dom. No disrespect to Big Dom. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... that's <laughs> Well, let me ask y'all this since y'all brought it up because we uh. forgot to bring that up. My personal opinion on that entire situation is mm. let them play. Right. Nobody should have been kicked out, in my opinion. Nope. Big Doms was, was, gave him a little get off of my man, and he goes, yo, that's some bull. Um, then, then Dre Greenlaw goes like this. It gives a See, point. See, I that think that it's, it was that that I don't know if I fully think that he should – like. He kind of punched someone on the sideline. Yeah, but it, you can. It was clear that he didn't, he meant to do this, but didn't mean to c- connect. Because if he wanted to punch, he would have threw a punch, right? But either way, 
if a player is on the field and a guy touches them, they punch each other and smack each other in the helmet all the time. Yeah. It just happened to be somebody that wasn't a staffer. Right. But in my opinion, I'm like, well, you, what, throwing, you throwing people out for that? Yeah. Well, what like, don't throw out Dre Greenlaw and, and let Dom talk his trash. Right. It's, right. it's better for the game. Like, to me, why are you throwing anybody out? Nobody should be fine. Nobody should be thrown out. I would have been like, play on. And good job to you, Dom. Yeah. Right? Well, like, good job know? to you. What happened with Shaq and, uh, you know, the last game that, um, you know, that he went and punched a fan in Philly? What, whatever happened with that? Who? You know, I don't know. Oh, um, um uh, wasn't it Jordan Phillips? Buffalo. Jordan Phillips, wasn't it? No, no, no. It was uh, Buffalo. Shaq um, Lawson. Shaq oh, Lawson. Shaq Lawson. But I think Jordan Phillips was the one that threw the punch. No? I thought Shaq Or pushed did. him. No. There was no fine, which I, I'm baffled by. Right. At least it's being reported there was no fine. That should have been a fine. Well, so you know that's that's kind of the same thing what happened there. You know, I mean, it, to me, he's a team official. To me, he's like a doctor for the team. To me, he's like a you know a, 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 a an advisor. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if people don't understand it. You know, half the players that they get that they bring to the Eagles, they got to go through Dom first. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they got to pass his protocol yeah. before they even get in there. So, I mean, to me, it you know, it's just like him being. You know, a, a team official. So to me, yeah, I, yeah he sh- he shouldn't have been. I just, you know, I mean, Kevin is saying out. that Greenlaw was pointing at Devonte. I don't think he was pointing. No, he wasn't pointing. Yeah, no, I don't he, think he was pointing. He did the trick. He was trying to do the trigger finger. He was yeah. trying to go. Oh, like okay. that. And it, he, yeah, and like he there was definitely him. like okay. there was this. He like he tried to do the trigger he, finger. He like yo, he did this. Like I will yeah. pop you or whatever. Like he was trying to do the trigger finger and he connected. But either way, it's like. Well, yeah, so. no, I, I agree. I think it was blown up into just like, I thought it was ridiculous that they were like kind of holding up the game and then the 49ers were like, well, Dom has to go too if you're going to get Greenlaw out. It's just. To be fair, I would have said the same thing. I probably would have said the same thing too. If you don't throw my guy out, then too. your guy got a guy out. Yeah. And I think, I think they, honestly, I think the refs look back and go, we probably shouldn't have thrown Dre out. But since we did, we probably have to throw well, Dom out. Dre. Like, I think the refs was kind of like, oh, we may have overreacted. Yes. Yeah. But now we have to throw them both out, yeah. even if we shouldn't have thrown either of them out. Yeah, it was just Drake, ridiculous. Drake, Drake Greenlaw, that's just that's just who he is. Remember last year when they played him in the championship game? He's violent. He was trying to punch. <laughs> he was punching them guys. Track like he's punching the ball with There's him. A jabbing him in his ribs. Dancing bee behind you. <laughs> Whole lot of randomness in these streets right, right, right now. Right. <laughs> Sorry, there was just a ma- like parents talking. There's a mascot. You're right. and you, and you're looking straight at it, and you're like, "Oh goodness!" But anyway, we you know we went off on a tangent. All that to say, I'm picking the Buffalo Bills. I said I was on the fence before. If Isaiah Pacheco ain't playing, I know Jerry McKinney can ball, but yeah, I mean, if Pacheco doesn't play, that really is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I might have to switch and, and take the Bills too. No, I'm staying with them. I'm staying with, with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm staying. With <sighs> it's a tough one. All right, Broncos Chargers. Chargers, the disappointment of the league, and the Broncos, you know, they won five straight. They're they're in the playoff hunt, and they're still in the playoff hunt, but they lost last week. Chargers favored in this game by three over under 44. Dev, start with you. What you think? Uh, you know, Chargers defense shut out a team last week, so that's exciting for them. Congrats. <laughs> um, but I, I – and I know the Broncos had their winning streak snapped uh, to the Texans – I just think that the Broncos are a better team here. Um, I'm surprised that they're not favored, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like how I know it's a, a small spread, but still three points. Like I think the Broncos will win it and cover that spread for sure. Yeah. What about you, B. Brooks? I'm, I'm, I'm still going with you know the Broncos. 
even though they're they're underdogs, they're playing in um in LA. I, I I just like I like the fact that you know that defense is starting to get you know get into their own, play into their own, and because of that, I think they can shut that Chargers team out. But then in saying that, who's been able to stop Keenan Allen? There's been nobody stopped Keenan Allen. So that's why, you know, over on receiving yards, 84 and a half. It's hard for me not to go with that. But I'm I'm, I'm going to stick with my guns and go with the Broncos. And I'm going to also go with Jerry Judy, 44 and a half. Courtland Sutton, 56 and a half. I'm mm-hmm. going with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Broncos. They just play better football right yeah. now. I'm just looking at the box score from the Chargers Patriots game. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, six to nothing. <laughs> six to nothing. Like, that can't be real. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. literally put up six points and they were both, it was in one quarter. It yeah. In one quarter. Yeah. At halftime, I, I want to bet on that. At halftime, I chose the under. The box score just looks <laughs> totally ridiculous. <laughs> at halftime, I think the under was only like 22. Oh I was like, I'm going to go under. It's, it's like 3 0 right now. <laughs> That's what I'm going to bet. But they, their defense shut the Pats out. So yeah. uh, congrats to them. Yeah, it's the Pats. <laughs> so it, Broncos all the way on this. I, the, yeah. The yeah. Chargers <laughs> seem broken. How just, are the Chargers favorites, though? At home. Yeah, you get three. three just. Yeah, I'm with you. They, the Broncos should be favored anyway yeah. in this game. The Broncos are just playing a lot better football right now. I like uh, Javante Williams over 62 and a half. I think I think he's gonna get the rock. I think he's gonna do work. Russell Wilson's gonna have a nice uh, a nice game on uh, here again. I know Chargers defense played well. That was last week a bunch scr- uh, with scrubs. Yep. yep. So I, I like a lot of those props. Also, I can see Austin Eckler for the, for the Chargers also going for fifty yards in this game. His his covers forty nine and a half. I see him getting a rock a lot also. So I'm going with the two running backs from both sides in this game. I don't think it'll be a high scoring game. It'll be good defense. It'd be something like you know twenty. 23-17, yep. but I like the Broncos in this game. Uh, let's go to the big game. Game of the week. The game to talk about. Eagles-Cowboys. Eagles 10-2, traveling to Jerry World. Cowboys 9-3. Cowboys trying to win this game so they can win the division. The Cow- the Eagles, if, they- if the Eagles win this game, not only are they going to win the division, but they're probably going to have home field advantage based on their schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Again, still got to win all your games throughout but it's looking bright and shiny after this game for the Philadelphia Eagles. So huge game for both of these teams. The Dallas Cowboys actually favored in this game, three and a half. Second week in a row, the Eagles have a better record, but they're not favored in the game. The over-under is a lot of points, 52. Barrett Brooks, start with you. It's going to be tough, man, you know, because, I mean, even, even as far as looking at receiving yards, CeeDee Lamb, 90 and a half. Are you kidding me? 90 and a half? Well, the reason why, because he had 191 in the last game they played. We <laughs> couldn't stop anybody in the middle of the field. They played in the slot. Uh, looking at um, Jake Ferguson, 43 and a half. He had 70 yards, 71 yards against this Eagles team, my Eagles team, the last time they played. Dallas Goddard being back, that's, a, that's, that's favorable to us. 34 and a half yards receiving, I'm going with that. DeAndre Swift. In receiving yards, 15 and a half. I'm going to go with that because they're going to run some screens. It's all about their rushing yards at this point and how they go about doing that. And then, you know, because when I look at Swift, 49 and a half, he gets over 50. So I'm going with that. Jalen Hurts, over 40. They're going to implement more running, read options. He'll get over 40 and a half. Prescott, 14 and a half. He's going to be running for his life. So I'm going to go with the over 14 and a half with that also. So, what's your analysis on the game, though? Who do you think is going to win? 
Or how do you think it's going to go? I just think that we're getting close to the end of the season. And because my birds got their butts kicked this last game, they went back, licked their wounds. Like I said, went and got a fresh oil change, got a great tune-up, <laughs> and come back, and you're going to play a more consistent game. So I'm going with uh, I'm, I'm going with the Eagles right now, and I'm going with, I'm going with the over as far as points also. Okay. Okay. Deb, what you thinking? Um, I mean, it's going to be a, a tough one. I, I can't really, you know, argue that, that the Eagles can win and, and cover. Um, I do like over for props. I like DeAndre Swift over his rush yards. Uh, I like Jalen Hurts over 40 and a half on the Does ground. Does DeAndre get the rock? <laughs> That's the question. Well, he better. Yeah. I mean, there were fans standing outside the Eagles practice facility with a sign that said run the ball. So, yeah. Uh, I hope that the the coaching staff, you know, saw it and took note, and and they indeed, you know, give the the rock to both DeAndre Swift and Kenny Gainwell. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not like the Eagles don't have guys who can run the ball. Yeah, like they it's do. exactly very frustrating. I think especially against this Dallas defense, um, you you know, it's it's you want to go with the safer option. You want to manage the game. You want to manage the clock. You need to run the ball. Like it was so infuriating watching them. They what what they run it for forty six yards. Forty-six right. yards against Please. the Niners. Come on now, Come like on now. It, just insanity. So I, I think that they are going. I totally agree with Barrett. You know, they're you know getting an oil change, whatever yeah. car reference. Reprogram <laughs> <in> <laughs> the the, car, the brains of the car. Yeah, I d- yeah, and they're gonna want to bounce back and, and get a win. But on the other side of the ball, you know, Dallas is still feeling slighted from their tough First loss game, yep. in in Philadelphia, and they're gonna want revenge. And they haven't lost at home. They've won fourteen straight games. Mm down there in Jerry World. Um so it's gonna be a tough one. I think the Eagles can if they if they come in and are, you know, tuned up and, and improved on both sides of the ball, they can they can win. I think it's gonna be a close game. Um yeah, that's all I gotta say on that. <laughs> this is <laughs> the despite popular belief, I want the Eagles to win because I cover Philadelphia teams and it's better when they're winning. Right. You want to, you go longer, I get to cover, get to have fun, and I've been in the locker room and talked to a bunch of those guys that I like that I stop and talk to to this day. So, but I'm worried. The, the The thing that's most alarming to me is their last and third down conversion defensively. Mm-hmm. Dog, this, you can't win games like that. Like, they, the 49ers went eight for 11 on third downs against them. Mm-hmm. You can't win games like that. Eight it's this 11. is That is horrific. The week before it was 13 for 22, but they still got the win in, uh, against Buffalo. That is scary. And the Dallas Cowboys, anything they can do, they can put up points. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I think it's another situation. Again, I'm going over to 52. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in the 30s. And it's going to be similar in the last game is whether can the Dallas Cowboys convert in big moments or not? Is Dak going to turn into Dak and do Dak things and not be able to be clutch? Because mm-hmm. Jalen's going to be clutch. Right? So it's go- it's going to be that type of situation once again. And... Again, a lot of points. CD Lamb had over 190, 90 in this game. I think he gets 90. I'm not comfortable. I usually pick Devontae Smith. For some reason, Devontae and Dallas don't. Well, Devontae gets a lot. Well, do you mean Dallas Goddard or? Dallas Goddard, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. When they're both playing, Devontae yeah. doesn't get his. And I know Dallas is just coming back, but it's a weird dynamic where it's yeah. just like, no, I'll pick Dallas in this game. Mm-hmm. But now I'm staying away from Devontae. It's, it's, you know what I mean? I also think it depends on who's, I mean, Barry can probably speak to this better than I can, but like who's, who's covered. Like when Dallas is in, he pulls away coverage. I would assume like AJ's always going to be covered. Mm -hmm. 
it doubled. And then Devontae in Dallas, I feel like Devontae gets a lot more looks when Dallas is out because mm-hmm. he is to step up. I don't yeah. know. It is weird. It is weird. It's also very confusing that we have a player named Dallas and they're playing in Dallas. Every <laughs> yeah, time exactly. I'm like, what, what I, Dallas are you talking you're about? You're like, what do you Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I get how that was in my mind. Like, I said Dallas, yeah. Um. So, but again, I'll still go with, with Devontae getting his, even though that makes me nervous. I'm going to go with AJ getting his. I'm going to go. With, it's one of those games where I think, betting wise and props wise, you're going to get off in this game when yeah, it comes are. to yep. when it comes to overs. I'm, yep. I'm going to avoid the running back props because I, you know, I don't know if DeAndre is going to get the rock. And I know. See, I think I think that Nick Sirianni and this Eagles team do adjust and they did like they even listen? even they Nick Sirianni said he he hears the fans calling to run the ball. You look back to the 21 21 mm. season fans were asking the same thing it was actually after a Dallas game. I think the Eagles ran the ball like two times and we're right, all like right, run right. the ball and what they do after that Nick Sirianni gave a speech about fertilizer and it somehow worked <laughs> and they started winning and they started running the ball a lot more yeah, so they, I, I think was against, it was against it was against Detroit I think was yeah but they yeah so the speech wasn't right after Dallas it was after the Raiders it was the Raiders yep but Remember they had a really I think it was a Monday night <laughs> loss to Dallas mm. in Dallas. It was really bad. The ball. Oh. It was really bad. And, and a random bet. I gotta I gotta look it up and see what it what it may cost you, but I have both quarterbacks throwing an interception. That's Dak Prescott throw will throw an interception in a great in a big time game against a clutch team. He'll do that. Jalen Hurts had had some turnover problems this, so far this season. So I'm gonna but see. I think they don't want. Bet. They want to keep it away from Deron Bland and that defense. Like that's why I think they're gonna actually run it more. Yeah, but I think it, I still think he'll throw it somewhere because it's gonna be an up and down game. So I may, maybe they do run more, but it's, it's gonna pass. But I think they both do. I think it's yeah. gonna be offsetting type of style. But I think they both that will throw an interception in clutch. Jalen Hurts has been turnover. I don't want to say prone, but he's given up a lot of turnovers so mm-hmm. far this year, whether it's interception or fumble. So that's just a random bet. You you know, the odds are always great, great when it comes to interceptions. And that could be a nice little money bag to, to mm-hmm. double up. But again, during the break, I'll see what that would actually cost you. But I think that would be a decent bet to have. All right. When we come back, we're going to look at the overall picture. Super Bowl odds, Super Bowl matchup odds, the visual winning odds, along with some of our best bets. All right. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, this is a Sunday spread. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Sunday spread, week 14, last segment. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks, presented by BetMGM. We went through all the games. Let's look at some futures. Let's look at some divisional stuff. Let's look at some playoff odds at the same time because we're coming down to the final stretch. And you can make a little bit of money on this. First, I want to start with uh, the divisions. Divisional odds. Again, we talked about the NFC South earlier today, but there's a couple divisions that are still up in the air i want to start with the afc south mm-hmm. jaguars eight and four the two teams behind them are seven and five when the texans and colts jaguars though trevor lawrence what's he going to be what's that ankle situation going to be if you don't believe that he's going to play well in the next couple of games then this division is really up in the air it's up in the air right now jaguars favorite obviously minus 250 texans plus 350 colts plus 500 
due to Trevor Lawrence and what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. Would either one of y'all take a flyer on the teams behind them in the Texans or the Colts? I would take one with the Texans. I mm-hmm. think they're they're fundamentally sound. Even with the young quarterback, you know, he's he's hosing it around. You know, he's he's getting the ball to his receivers. Defensively, I think they're 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 pretty good also. I just think they're the most fundamentally sound team right now in that division besides Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Trevor Lawrence returned to practice this week and was limited, so we don't know if he's going to play a game. He's obviously a game time decision. But it's his ankle injury. We we took a look at Joe Burrow earlier in this year when he had an ankle injury. Yeah. He wasn't able to play well in the first few weeks. So mm-hmm. Trevor may not even be able to play well. What would mm-hmm. you do, there? I agree with Barrett. I think if any team can can overtake the Jags, it's the Texans. But the Jaguars did just beat the Texans a few weeks ago. So, um, of course, they had Trevor Lawrence, who was mm-hmm. fully healthy then. That makes a huge impact on yeah. the rest of their season. Yeah. Um, I like this Jags team, but I'm really impressed with the Texans. And what a cool story, you know, to come back with a rookie quarterback who's been playing incredibly with a new head coach, uh, Namigo Ryans. Like, I would root for the Texans. And I ha- I feel find myself rooting for them because um, we love a good comeback story. So I could, I could see the Texans overtaking the Jags. I don't know how likely it is. I would need to look at both of their the rest of their schedules. Let's take a look. But then you look at Garner Minshew, though. Yeah. No. Won four uh, games in a row. I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't even know if you believe that, Barry. Yeah. I'm just trying to make a case they've won four games in a row. So okay. Let's that. look at the Texans' final schedule. It's the Jets, Titans, Win. Browns, Win. Titans, Colts. Mm. That's their final five games. Not, okay. not, not a very, very tough schedule. Yeah. So let's jump on over to the Jacksonville Jaguars' final schedule with Trevor or without Trevor. They got the Browns, the Ravens. Mm. The Bucks, the Panthers, the Titans. So they have a so next two are tough, and yeah. then it's easy. Yeah. Eh. So what? It's like three wins for both. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the Jags have the better record right now. Yeah. And again, it's a lot of that is on Trevor. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is on Trevor. So that's what you would. Bethard, that, we're talking about Beathard for the Jaguars this weekend. I mean, game time decision. So we don't know. Um, in your NFC East, the Eagles minus four fifty, the Cowboys plus three fifty. I mean, we're biased. We're here. I think we think the Eagles are going to win. But if people think the Dallas Cowboys are going to win this game, they might want to jump in on that plus three fifty. Um, but again, for people who don't know, Eagles' schedule after the Cowboys is pretty light. Exactly, and and that's one of the reasons I tell people like, ah, relax. You may have some worries for in the playoffs, but as far as the division goes, right, your schedule is cake after the Cowboys. You have the mm-hmm. Seahawks. I've told you all year I don't believe in the Seahawks, but I know that can be a tough game on the road. But then you have the Giants, Cardinals, Giants again. Mm-hmm. That's that's a guaranteed <laughs> mm-hmm. three doves. A mm-hmm. guaranteed three doves. Well, you know Cow- what? They deserve it after the gauntlet that they're yes. about to finish yes. on Sunday. I know all of Philadelphia fans hearts deserve it as well because yes. they can't take it anymore yes and the cowboys well they got the eagles then they got the bills they yeah, got detroit. then they got the then they got dolphins then they got detroit yeah then they got the commanders they only got one easy game after <laughs> that's why i sit here and say i feel like the cowboys may win this game but they ain't gonna win a division yeah well, <laughs> right like they have to play this this is their start of their gauntlet Right. Well, and that's why, you know, earlier in the show, we were saying if the Mm -hmm. Eagles lose this game to the Cowboys, like it's going to be like the sky is falling Mm -hmm. Philadelphia. I don't agree, actually. Like I because we know that the Eagles schedule moving forward, you Mm -hmm. know, they've made it through the hardest part of their schedule. uh, Hands down, it's 
very very easy, not even fairly easy uh, the rest of the way, and mm-hmm. they still have the best record. So, I mean, it's not like I think it, it highlights concerns that they need to work on, but it's also not like the world is ending. Trust me, I want the Eagles to win. It's going to suck if and when they lose to the Cowboys on Sunday, but they've also been through quite a bit in the last six weeks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. let's go. They're beat up. Let's look at the wild card spots. Because the wild card spots are all over the place. I just want to get y'all opinion before we get on our best bets about who you think is going to get in on both conferences uh, and what people should bet on this. Uh, Cleveland, we'll look at the AFC first and we'll look at the five, six, seven spots because those are all in the air. Cleveland Browns, seven and five. Colts, seven and five. Texans, seven and five. All hold the final three spots. Right behind them is the Pittsburgh Steelers at seven and six. Denver Broncos, six and six. Cincinnati Bengals, six and six. Buffalo Bills. Six and six. Do you think any of those teams in the fifth, five, six, seven spot get overthrown by anybody chasing them? No, no. I mean, I, I, the Steelers definitely not. The um, Steelers lost back to back weeks to Arizona and New England. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Seven and four, not holding great. the fifth spot. That's what they do. So you you don't think the Buffalo Bills can recover? You don't think the Debron- Denver Broncos can? Hop back on and ride. Just unlike you guys, <laughs> let's ride. Unlike you guys, I think that the Bills are going to lose to the uh, to the Chiefs this week. See, I think if the Bills beat the Chiefs, that could be what they need to kind of it like reignite be. them. And and I think the Bills could. I don't know about the Broncos. I think the Broncos, like moving forward, they have the pieces in place, Sean Payton and Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, to build something for future seasons. But I think for this season. If the Bills beat the the Chiefs on Sunday, that is what they need to to continue pushing forward and winning the rest of the way. But if they lose, it's a done. But deal. if they lose, I yeah, I think then it's a spiral for them. Kind of same thing with the 49ers. 49ers when they beat the Seahawks, it's gonna make it easier time for the Eagles to go down and right from them because yeah. they're like, all right, we're we're done. We, there's no way we can be in this. Right. Yeah. If the Seahawks lose this week, then they may check out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> then they then they yeah. may they may check out if they take a L. So let's uh hop on over to the NFC. All right. Oh, did you say, Devin, who you think is going to make all the the final playoff spots? I said did the Bills. you agree? Oh, you think the Bills? Who are they going to hop over? I don't know. I didn't. I don't know who's ahead of them. The Colts, Texans, Bruins, Browns. Uh, they could hop over the Browns. Yep. Or the Colts. I think. Okay. I don't think the Col. I think the Colts have benefited from a. A fairly easy schedule, and I like look love happy for Gardner Minshew and Shane Steichen, but I don't think that the Colts are necessarily a playoff team. Yeah, I think the Texans. I'm gonna take the Texans, Browns, and Bills. Also, I think the Colts are the one that, that get out of here. Um, NFC. It's we talked about the NFC South, so really it's a six seven spot that we're that we're arguing over. Minnesota Vikings six and six, Green Bay Packers six and six, Rams six and six, Seattle six and six. Mm. Which two? Two spots, four teams, which two get it? And by the way, the Rams and the Packers have been on fire. On fire. And that's who I'm going to go with. I got the Rams and the Packers. Jumping over. I think I think the Vikings, yeah, I think the Vikings fall down uh, while the Packers continue to rise. And I think the Rams figure a way out to get ahead of the Vikings also because I think Josh Dobbs has come down to earth. Yeah. yeah. And the Seahawks are, again, not only are they on their way down, they got to play the 49ers and then the Eagles. Yep, yep, you're absolutely right. So when you look at that, I mean, Rams have a legitimate shot, and I, it's already the Vikings are already out of it to me. Vikings are out of it. Detroit still has to play Dallas, 
Detroit still has to play one other team also. Who do they have to play still? I know they still have to play Dallas. They've no. got to play. Um, they got a couple tough teams ahead. Yeah, they got the Broncos still. Oh, then they play the Vikings twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got the Vikings. If they, if they, they'll beat, they'll beat the Broncos. Well, I don't know if the Broncos, you know, trying to get in this too. So, I mean, the two games they got to look at are the Broncos and the Lions. Then they got two against the Vikings. They'll be cool. Mm. Deb, what you got? Um, I, I, I don't know about the Rams. Like, I know that they they're on a winning streak and they're back to five hundred and playing better. But I think they're going to lose to the Ravens, and I think it's another team that when they lose to the Ravens, like we're just getting later in the season mm-hmm. in a Week fourteen game. Like, I just don't. I feel like that could crush your morale a bit. I don't know if I see them jumping over, you know, these other fringe teams. Um, who else was on the on the fringe? Uh, I'm sorry, Minnesota I'm Vikings, not Green a Bay, auditory Rams. listener. <laughs> um, yeah, the Rams have to play honestly, the 49ers. Like, none also. of them. <laughs> Get them all out. I don't like. I don't fully believe in the Packers. Oh, I'm a Packer believer. I know why. I'm a believer. <laughs> why? Hey, listen, I started off the year talking about how I love Jordan. Love. I love that they beat the Chiefs. Trust me, like <laughs> I, I love that. I just don't know if I I can confidently say like the Packers are gonna you know dominate in the playoffs. Well, not dominate. In the go playoffs. to the playoffs think, and yeah. do well, not be embarrassed. They got a cake schedule. They're balling, man. Jordan Love is balling. Yes, Jordan Love's balling. All right, look, look, look. This is the yeah, they have the Giants, the Bucks. The Panthers. Panthers, the Vikings, uh, the Vikings, and then the Bears. Mind you, they're coming off of being the Chiefs and the Lions. Right. <laughs> That's why I'm saying they're balling. They're being two, two of those big dogs. So yeah. I like, listen. I'm with it. I I think with the the Vikings though, with Justin Jefferson back, I think they're gonna finish the season better than the yeah. Packers. Mm. All right. So you got the Vikings in that spot. Yeah, all right. Book write it. You ain't writing nothing down in your pad today, Barrett. You ain't writing nothing down in your pad today. I'm still a little bit upset, man. Uh, (laughs) I know. I feel like Barrett and I are just like sulking this entire time. I've been been taking my medicine all week, man. All week I've been taking my medicine, man. Um, Okay. The final uh, future I want to talk about before we get to best bets and we got to get through it quickly is the MVP race. That's been the the whole thing. BetMGM has Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy tied at plus 300 right now with Jalen Hurts plus 400. Uh, I think that's the only real ones because Pat's plus six fifty. You only got one minute. Tua's plus eight hundred. Who would y'all who would y'all pick in this race? My best bet would still be Jalen Hurts. He still has enough time to pull this thing out. Mm-hmm. He's got some. He I mean, he, he's 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 got some teams he can show off against. So because of that, I think he has a legitimate shot of really taking hold of it. And 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 because if he can win convincingly against Dallas, then turn around. And he has, you know, went convincingly with Seattle. Then it's cake after that. You know, he's cake after that. Okay. You know, he can be a bully the last three games. You know, mm-hmm. Giants twice and then um, then um, the Cardinals. Yeah. So, yeah, just as long as he has a good showing the next two games, mm-hmm. I think he can pull it off. Deb, what you think? I agree. I think with Jalen Hurts, a lot of it comes down to, you know, this Sunday. We talked yep. when, the, when the Eagles played the Chiefs in Monday Night Football, you know, the quarterback who won that game was going to be an MVP front runner, and he was. Jalen Hurts brought his team back, and and they beat the Chiefs. Patrick Holmes, the Almighty Patrick Holmes, at home. Um, so I just I think from that listen, like I promise, I'm not just trying to be a hater on your Brock Purdy. I mm-hmm. just think that 
I, I honestly don't think that there's any quarterback right now that's like standing out to the extent that they have in mm. seasons past, right? Like you don't you don't have a Tom Brady or a Patrick Mahomes playing, you know, the Patrick yeah. Mahomes level that we've right, seen right, from him right, recently. Right. Every quarterback's throwing interceptions. Every quarterback is, you know, having some funky games. So I think of the list, I have to go Jalen Hurts. Yeah, of that list. I mean, if I was to say overall, if we were being totally fair, I think I would have Christian McCaffrey one, Tyreek, uh, Tyreek Hill two. Yeah, probably. But we know Honestly, uh, those it's players don't, go don't to a get it. So if we had to go with the quarterback. It's a quarterback. Up, it's a quarterback. Between those three. I feel like the list is just the healthy quarterbacks, too, yeah. in the league right yeah. now. Whoever gets the one seed. Yeah. I know I'm, that's me ducking it a little bit. But those I are three teams know. looking for the one seed. Whoever gets the one seed out of those three teams is going to is going to win it. Yep. Yeah. I believe in it. Right? Because that's going to be the tiebreaker in this situation. So if Jalen Hurts continues and wins, then he's going to win it. But if he falters against Dak Prescott and Brock Purdy and 49ers get it, they'll get it. If Dak somehow goes through this tough stretch, Dak gets it. Mm-hmm. So I know that's me ducking the questions a little bit, but that's no, I, I, I agree with you. That's how I, I feel. And I think I think a lot of people don't want to give it to Jalen Hurts. I think a lot of people don't want to give it to Brock Purdy. So I think Dak has an edge in that manner. When I think I more people want to give it to Dak Prescott. I agree. So, you know, that's, you know, it is what it is. Listen, Sunday spread. It's been fun. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all. Fair. We made it through. Y'all made through it. We, we made, made it through. through. You know what I mean? Our it's, vibes were off the whole show, right, but it's fine. Thanks for hanging in there with show, us. Yeah. <laughs> the worst show ever. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, you know, I just, I had to eat all my porridge. It's okay. It it's okay. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, we all got to do it. All right? You know what I mean? <laughs> Before 49 has lost three straight, you think I want to walk in here? You gave me my cash, bro. But I, bro. But I had to. All right? Listen. Sunday spread. Hopefully y'all have a great Sunday. Hopefully y'all, hopefully y'all win a lot of bets and enjoy it at the same time. And hopefully, you know, you don't go through games where your heart's out your freaking chest, <laughs> which we've gone through a lot in Philadelphia. <laughs> all right. The Sunday spread, Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, presented by BetMGM. This is the Sunday spread with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell, on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.